I can't believe that guy shot that girl in the neck. Who? What? That girl that got she got shot in the neck. At the Capitol? Yeah. She presented zero threat to anybody. He, that guy just blindly fired through the window and hit her in the neck. Oh, shit. She's dead. She's yeah. a Navy, Navy veteran. Oh, she was? Yeah. Was she one of the protesters? Well, she, yeah, she was in the Capitol building, but she was standing in front of an entire SWAT team. They were in the same in the same part of the hallway. So, and the, and the guy that shot her was on the other side of the door, and the door was barricaded, and the window was pushed out and broken in. She stuck her head through the window, and he fired at her, hit her in the neck, and killed her. Oh, shit. She wasn't even, I don't think she was, didn't look like to me she was even trying to go through the window. She was just looking through there. You see what was in there? Yeah. And the guy, the guy just pulled his Glock out and went, pow, shot her. Damn. Well, I'm watching the video now. It didn't look like she was trying to climb through at all. Let's, let's get started. Let's talk about this. All right. All right, all right, all right, leadheads. Welcome back <clears throat> to a new year, 2021. We have left 2020 behind us in uh, the fastest way possible, I think. But it's still dragging its ugly head into this year. Uh, I know everyone's heard what's happened at the, the Capitol. Uh, lots of chaos and turmoil. And, of course, the liberals are, are using it to their advantage, no doubt. Uh, it's all Trump's fault. But we've got some maybe some inside intel. Uh, but we'll get into that. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit later. If you didn't get a chance, make sure you go back to last week's episode 378, where we talked about wild game recipes and cooking. We had uh, Jonathan Hayes. Yeah. yeah, baby. It's like Chad's having a little wild game right now. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Feeding his face. Uh, Jonathan Hayes with uh, Deliverance uh, is his organization that he's with. Uh, they help uh, teach children at an early age how to properly uh, use firearms and how to hunt and ethically hunt. It's a great organization. Check them out at Deliverance on Instagram. Amy Hall, Her Wild Outdoors. Miss Amy has been on the show a couple of times, and she is an amazing cook from what I understand. She still hasn't shared any of her food with me. Uh, even though she was in studio, I forgave her because she brought beer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We had uh, some, some good beer there with Amy. And then Amanda Lynn Mayhew from Canada, That Hunting Girl and Just Hunt. She's got her own TV show up there in Canada. And she's a uh, big wild game hunter up there. She hunts bear and wolves and you know, all kinds of stuff. So uh, got some good recipe tips and how to prepare your wild game from that crew. So make sure you go back, check that out. Uh, and then, of course, our big giveaway, our $10,000 prize pack giveaway that we did uh, <laughs> is over. We have the final winners in, and all of them have been confirmed. So if you are one of the winners, congratulations. Uh, if you were one of the, the ones that were a winner and you didn't uh, email me back in time, too bad, so sad for you. We picked alternates. <laughs> so I wasn't joking when I said you had X amount of time to respond to my email before you were null and void, and uh, that's what we did. So I'm sure uh, Prize Pack 3, 4, and 5 are very <laughs> grateful for you guys not responding to my email. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that was a great giveaway. Again, go show all those companies some love. There was like over 23 companies we had involved with that giveaway. Awesome, awesome, awesome time. It was fun to do. Uh, hopefully uh, brighten some some New Year's and some, some holidays there. And then on this episode, uh, Chad, we're going to announce the winner of our 1,000 rounds of ammo from Red Army Standard. 
a couple episodes back on our Richard episode, Adam announced uh, to everybody's surprise that he was going to give away to one of you lucky leadheads a thousand rounds of ammo. And all you had to do was email me the names of the people that were on that show, what their Richard name was, and what company they were with. And I got flooded with emails. (laughs) (laughs) Flooded with emails. And per Adam's instruction, I was to pick five. He said the first five, and it was the first five that got the correct answers. And if you sent in like three, four emails with your answers, I took your first one. If your first one was wrong, then too bad. Sorry. You don't get three, four, and five, six different chances uh, with this many people playing. So uh, we will announce it on this episode who the winner is. So uh, big news from Caltech Weapons. We've got Chad Enos here with us. And Matt's in the background as always. He's uh, spying. Is that what we determined it, it is? <laughs> it's voyeurism, but yeah. <laughs> He's something. He's a little voyeurism. Uh, but we're going to talk about their new release, which is uh, burning up the, the Instagrams and the social medias right now, is their their P50, their 5.7 caliber pistol. And it is a pistol. So, yes, sir. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that today. We've got, I made a post on uh, social media for you guys to, to ask questions. Uh, I mean, some of you want me to get just downright mean and violent with chad i don't i don't get it you know i'm gonna have to lean on him we have to hold him to the floor and geez man i think you'll just willingly tell us sounds like the last date we went on (laughs) right that was our our last night out uh in shot show (laughs) yeah exactly but um chad and i i mean Really busy. I mean, they're busy with that that P50. Uh, I've been busy with uh, a lot of things getting the show ready for the new year. I've kind of missed out on what's happened there at Capitol Hill, so I just kind of got some some news and you know some social media stuff, and uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about that. But that's going to be part of our jack wagon train. So, Gunny, bring that train in. Hoorah, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at eighth and nine. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week. So brace yourself, baby. All right, Chad. So you were telling me you didn't know a whole lot about what what was going on, but I think a lot yeah, of us know so that the, ba- the bad news out of the way first. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, let's just get the bad news out of the way, and then we're, we're going to be Sounds- happy, cheerful from there. We're just, good. we're just trying to understand, you know. It's just it's just all yeah. about trying to help us understand and our listeners understand what's going on. Uh, but the 6th was when they were going to, I guess, verify the, the presidential election. They were going to go through and verify all the votes. And uh, there was a big gathering. Uh, and I'm sure that on top of, they're calling them Trump supporters, you know, whatever it may be. I think it's more constitutional supporters, people who, you know, they really want a fair election which they don't think it was fair and of course trump right before that had a big rally was stoking people's emotions and stirring people up getting them riled up uh and it it turned out to be a i guess it turned into a riot would we call it Uh, they're calling it an insurrection (laughs) i don't i wouldn't call i would call what we saw over the summer riots where people were burning buildings down and and flipping over cars and Shooting police officers in the head and all kind of stuff. This was, I mean, I guess it could have, you could call it turned, a riot. It was a peaceful demonstration. 
for I mean, just like they were calling the Black Lives Matter well, stuff, it was peaceful. Yeah, that's the other thing. You got to put that also into pers- into perspective. There was countless people there, and the amount of people that breached the Capitol building and actually went inside were just a handful compared yeah. to the amount of people that were actually there. Right. So, and they were in, they were immediately uh, demonized for it by the people that were there. So they were held accountable by people that are you know on their quote unquote same side. Right. And uh, anytime we see leftists doing this stuff where they're burning down buildings, murdering police officers, you know, destroying people's families and murdering each other, the left just sits back quietly. And then when it's they get peaceful. in front of a camera, they, they encourage it. So it's yeah. the exact opposite. But they call those peaceful. <clears throat> right. Yeah. They're, yeah. And yeah. they encourage it, you know. They, they certainly <clears throat> do. But then when the table's flipped on them, you know, from what we're perceiving, the table has been flipped on them. Uh, I know that some of these people have already been identified as Antifa members, but there are Trump supporters or constitutional supporters that followed them in because they thought they were Trump people and they thought right. some insurrection was about to happen. And they wanted to be a part of it, so they, they need to be held accountable as well. That's the whole um, the whole goal of these uh, Antifa is to cause yeah. chaos and turmoil not just on the left, but also on the right. So they see an opportunity to to cause a riot and stir things yeah. up. You know, that's exactly what they did. They inf- infiltrated that group. And it only takes a few people to get the mob mentality going, you know. So these and guys... to be clear, we've, we've, we've talked about this a lot, especially on your show. Um, yeah. You know, if this, if this were some sort of real quote-unquote revolution, you know, all, all the... Take all the headlines that, you know, all the leftist media is putting out there. This wasn't a revolution. I'm sorry, but how many gun owners are there in America? If we wanted a revolution, that would have happened a long time ago, and it would have been really ugly, and a lot of people would have gotten hurt and killed. This was just this was just a handful of, you know, of people that, like you said, got all fired up, and they decided they take it upon themselves to go into the Capitol building and start looking around. Yeah. But, like you said, it's it's those... those um those Antifa people that, you know, led the way and encouraged it, you know, and four or five of them take off and they get, you know, four or five other people like, hey, what's going on? We got to follow and see what's going on. And then they start doing, you know, what exactly. they're doing. But if you look at it, the amount of people that were there versus the amount of people that actually, I guess, uh, stormed the Capitol, uh, it was just, it's just a, a handful of people, basically. Right. But it ended up in murder, yeah. you know, somebody was murdered. They were shot, yep. shot dead by Capitol Police, I guess. Some lady got shot in the neck, is what you're saying? you watching a video it on it? It may have been, it could have been a, a private security, a politician there. Nobody's really sure yet. Hasn't, as, as far as I know, reported to today, uh, we've not uh, found out what, yeah, what badge he held. Yeah, Secret Service. But or what I, saw the, I saw the video and it was completely senseless. And po- the guy's life was not in danger. The woman that was shot in the neck was a Navy veteran, and uh, she had an entire SWAT team geared up and armed up, and they were standing behind her. They were behind in the same room. The guy that shot her in the neck was on the other side of the door, and uh, she may have been attempting to go through the window. The window was already broken out, mm-hmm. and she, it looked like she just had stuck her head over through the window, and the guy just pulled his Glock out, shot her in the neck for no reason. I mean, is Right. His life wasn't in, in, in any danger at all. And if it felt like if he felt like it was, he could have called on the SWAT officers that were literally standing right behind her. And of course he had, you know, he broke one of the 
uh, basic rules of firearm safety is know your target and what's beyond it. He had no idea what was beyond his target. Nope, he did not. He absolutely did not. He just fired into a crowd of people. Well, hopefully and that needs- guy will be dealt with properly. Yes. But that whole thing was just was just chaos. I mean, to begin with, they weren't expecting you know any sort of violence from these <laughs> from these uh, protesters, which is why they well, didn't have it amped up as much as they I guess could have. Let's talk about that for a second, because anytime there's a massive gathering, this has been scheduled for a long time, by the way, right. this is this Trump thing. It's been you know long enough for um, D.C. police and the powers that be up there, Secret Service, what have you, uh, to put together their protocol, their security protocols. And if you go back and look at security protocol for uh, other gatherings, that Capitol building and all the buildings around there that are protected are massively protected. You've got an army of law enforcement that are kitted up. They've got everything barricaded off. They've got every, you know, everything blocked off that they don't want the public to see or go into or breach. And in this case, there's been video of law enforcement literally just pulling the gate back and letting people in. And the doors were very easily breached. The walls were very easily breached. And these are by unarmed people with no resistance whatsoever until they got inside the building. Right. So it's very, I'm not a conspiracy theorist and I'm not saying there's any conspiracy behind it, but if that's the case and they were, they, they could get in the building and, and uh, this wasn't a planned thing, uh, then they utterly and absolutely failed on the security side of this thing. So, I think without a doubt was, they utterly failed <laughs> either, yeah, either way the, on a security Right. The, proto- the protocols were not implemented uh, for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't and we'll know. probably never find out why. Well, I'm sure we won't. <clears throat> but they just, yeah, they basically just opened the gates and let Antifa in. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then some. Well, that's something too. You would think that they would know. Followed. They would know that, you know, when a, when a, large group like this especially a um enraged large group gets together that they're going to have the anarchists that come in that want to just cause you know the chaos they should have been prepared for that especially after this summer when they saw what antifa was doing to trump supporters uh, at every rally yeah they were causing chaos and and creating violence at every single trump rally or conservative um you know, conservative rally where, you know, constitutional people just wanted to get together and voice their opinion. Yeah. On the other side of the street, you had Antifa guys throwing bricks and rocks and bottles at them and yeah. stuff. So they should have known that if this was essentially a million man march in D.C. Um, to support our Constitution and support our president um, and voice their opinion, that they, they would have put those security protocols into place for the opposition or both. Yeah. But they didn't at all. So. And we ended up with what we got. Uh, we ended yeah. up with a, at least one woman killed, um, and a lot of other people. I heard uh, one of the uh, one of the security, uh, either policemen or what I don't know what again what badge he wears, but he died. He was like severely injured, and then he died from his wounds. And then Sad, man. four other people I think died, but they are not saying what it was related. Probably heart attacks or something like that, man, because <laughs> they're right. not they're not specifying what they died from. So they just want to add those into the into the statistics to make yeah. it sound worse than it is, I guess. But it is pretty Either bad. Either way, it's, yeah, it's, it's chaotic and it's, it's just a bunch of nonsense. And it, it is just all of this stuff was completely unnecessary. In no. my opinion. Well, the, the protest was necessary. You know, I agree with the, yes, the yes. gathering yeah, the and, the, and the protest and the rally. Yeah. Is, 
completely necessary and uh, I'm referring to the violence. Yeah, You're yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just want to clarify that because I knew what you meant. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But yeah, there's going to be more in days to come on this. And again, the left is going to use it to their benefit, their advantage. I've already been seeing the comparisons to the uh, the Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots that they had versus this and saying how the police were much more aggressive and had it been Antifa and Black Lives Matter, um, the police would have responded much differently than they did to this, which I just I don't see it. I don't see how they can say that other than those people would have been more violent earlier or sooner and shown signs that they needed, you know, additional force or whatever need to be, you know, smoke grenades or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, Antifa would have shown up to, and, and as you can see, they would have shown up. Um, I believe this is another example that they, sh- they show up to create violence, to, to cause violence and yeah, cause harm. That's and cause their division. sole part. It doesn't matter what side it's, that's their, it's it, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, and then they're calling for impeachment for Trump again, um, for his uh, impeachment. Yeah, like the last couple of days they're going to impeach him. Well, that's what what they're doing. the 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 band of sisters, what AOC and and all them have written up articles for impeachment for his. Uh, they're saying that he incited it and he was responsible for it in that speech that he did prior to. Um, they're saying that he's mentally unstable. Um, they're they're putting fear out again uh, of him, saying that you know he still could you know he has the key to all the nuclear bombs. He could launch the, all the bombs. He could do you know he can't God. do that by himself. No. So he, here here's the thing: what leftists always do is they cast aspersions on on people using the exact same uh, what would you call it? Um, they're utter hypocrites. You know they they're, they're going to try to paint conservatives and trump and everybody with the brush that they actually use like they they are hip they're complete hypocrites they are complete you know? hypocrites they're, the ones, they're calling for they, peace they're, the they're, the, they're, yeah, they're, they're calling the for calm out. when four years of trump in office we didn't get that from them not one day not one single hour did we get peace calm they were constantly uh, barraging him with threats and accusations and impeachments and not just not just him but Americans but America. that are conservative right yeah and, and and what did that one that one lady uh, uh, waters whatever she she's like you know wherever they are at the airport at the restaurants at the whatever you give them a hard time and you give them hell like yeah. they were encouraging people to incite violence on harassment the and violence. A hundred percent. And now they're now they're here saying that yeah. he's the one that's inciting it. No, they're saying not. they're saying we won. You need to accept it. You need to uh, be peaceful, be calm about it. Let's you know, let's heal. You know, that's their big words. Healing. We all need to heal now yeah. like we were all damaged or something from this, from from the, the conservative side of things. No, it was the left the entire time. The liberals yeah. that, that caused the pain and the anguish. Uh, 100%. But anyway, we're, yeah. we're, we're preaching to the choir on that. But uh, if any of you leadheads have any inside information, if you were there or if you are there at the Capitol and you've got some firsthand information, I know a lot of our friends uh, on the Instagram and Facebooks were there and have, have been doing some of the coverage and whatnot. Have you seen anything from any of, uh, any of your friends that are out there? Yeah, I actually have a friend, um, an old friend who lives in Orlando, and he went up there. And uh, he was filming uh, mostly live, and I went to his YouTube 
or sorry, his uh, Facebook page to look at the, his live videos. And um, the first couple are just, you know, massive gathering of people. It's peaceful. <clears throat> you can hear people talking in the background about, um, you know, how uh, they believe the election was stolen and stuff and that, you know, they can't believe they have to be there to voice their, you know, to bring out their voice, this, that, and the other. And then a few videos later, there's a guy laying on the sidewalk who's got a pretty big shiner on his cheek and he's got a cut on his forehead no. and he's laying down and he's not breathing and they think he's having a heart attack or some, something happened to him. That but could have been one of the four that... Um, yeah, he I, he didn't on his live feed. He didn't have um, the video. He doesn't have any video leading up to what happened. He just has the guy laying down there, and they're trying to help him and revive him. Um, not sure what happened to him. It didn't appear that they took his shirt off. It appeared he didn't have any bullet wounds or anything, but um, he definitely got uh, walloped on the side of the head pretty mm. significantly, and and apparently had uh, his heart stopped um, because of that. But this is a good friend of mine that was up there that. I didn't even know he was going to go there. I just happened to see his live videos on Facebook. Yeah. Well, that's how I so. kind of came across the whole thing as I was going through and I saw some some posts and I was like, what the hell is this all about? So I started yeah. watching watching some of the news about it. and uh, I've basically just been following Dana and uh, what she's had to say about it and what her researchers have uh, come up with. So, so uh, they... Um, they supposedly blocked Trump from doing any sort of posting on the social medias. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's something from the White House. Let's. Uh, they've, they've outright banned him. Let me uh, play this. To begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem. I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. We have just been through an intense election and emotions are high, but now tempers must be cooled and calm restored. We must get on with the business of America. My campaign vigorously pursued every legal avenue to contest the election results. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. In so doing, I was fighting to defend American democracy. I continue to strongly believe that we must reform our election laws to verify the identity and eligibility of all voters and to ensure faith and confidence in all future elections. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. 2020 has been a challenging time for our people. A menacing pandemic has upended the lives of our citizens, isolated millions in their homes, damaged our economy, and claimed countless lives. Defeating this pandemic and rebuilding yep. the greatest economy on earth will require all of us working together. It will require a renewed emphasis on the civic values of patriotism, faith, charity, community, and family. <laughs> We must revitalize the sacred bonds of love and loyalty that bind us together as one national family. 
to the citizens of our country serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. And to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but I also want you to know that our incredible journey is only just beginning. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America. What does he mean by just beginning? Hmm. You know what? He's wrong. He's he's wrong on so many parts. I know he knows that. He's trying to give some flowery speech, and I get it. But at the same time, the pandemic isn't what shut down our economy or ruined no. uh, people. Leftists in the media shut down the economy and ruined people's lives. And leftists were murdering people in the streets. Leftists were the ones burning down people's personal businesses and private businesses and destroying courthouses and destroying post offices and police cars and literally ruining people's lives. It wasn't a pandemic. No, it wasn't. So I wish you would just get in front of the microphone and say, listen, leftists have overtaken our country. They've overtaken our voting system. They've figured out a way to cheat and destroy American democracy and completely destroy our republic. It's not even the last. Um, it's, and they're Marxist. And that's literally what's happening right now. They're Marxist is what they are. They are Marxist. And it's the, it's criminal. This is all criminal stuff, which people don't understand. Like, and that's what the Marxists people, have done is they're infiltrating both sides. And like I said, they're they're disguising themselves yep. and they're infiltrating, and they're getting both the sides against one another to war against one another. And that's exactly 100%. what they've accomplished. And you know what? I don't I don't need to know any of these people personally to know that that is true because I'm looking, I'm watching it happen. Yeah, it's a reality. There is fraud. There was absolutely fraud in that election. Massive, massive. That's been my whole fraud. my whole point is they've they've proven fraud, they've shown fraud, but it's not enough fraud. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, but that makes no sense. Nope. Nobody's going to be held accountable. Everyone's going to get a participation trophy, and Trump basically just handed them their participation trophy by that speech he gave. Yeah. Well, he's there he, is no there's no unity. There's never going to be unity. I know people keep saying that we need to move forward peacefully. And we're all one American family. We are not one American family. You have Americans that believe in the Constitution of the United States. They believe in the foundation of this country and every word of our Constitution and every everything that's in there and the attitude behind it and why it was written and why this country exists. And then you have people that hate that exact thing mm -hmm. and they don't want it in America anymore. And they want to turn America into some shithole that they've, yeah. for whatever reason been praising their whole lives because of these morons that teach them this crap in public education. It makes, and in makes no sense that, especially, you know, people that come from these uh, oppressed countries, they come over here and they, and even just other, like California, you know, they'll move to another state and they'll, yeah. they'll want to change that state to what they just were trying to get away from. You know, 100%. why, why do you do that? You come here because of what we have and what we've established why do you want to turn it back into the turmoil and chaos that you just escaped from? Because they're delusional and they think that the next iteration of socialism is, is going to be the good iteration. It's always going to improve itself. Yeah. Socialism I can is do socialism. It better. It's never going to be good. That's why capitalism, that's exactly why America exists, is because socialism and communism were never good and have never been good for any country throughout the history of people. <laughs> yeah. dictatorships rely on the dictator if the dictator is somebody that wants to t chop off people's heads guess what everyone's getting their head chopped off if the dictator is a compassionate person 
and wants to, you know, grant everybody crumbs from the table of the king, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get crumbs, but it's never going to be your destination. You're never going to be able to have to be in charge of your own destiny, your own family, your own property. That's why America exists. Yeah, and it's it's gradually slipping away from us. It in, is in all in all of those aspects. Yep. And they are ushering it in. I they, love they your passion, man. That's why I good. wanted you on here to talk about this, Chad. <laughs> I just, I, I just, there's, there's one thing that really drives me absolutely insane, and that's stupidity. Like the stupidity of these people. And I know exactly what it's like because I was 20 once, and yeah. I was super dumb, and I was a liberal, and I thought, you know, why are there borders and this, that, and the other? I didn't know any better, but I never even cared to educate myself. I just got older. And started learning all this stuff and figuring out, like, man, when I was 20 years old, I was a complete dumbass. And now I'm looking at these people that are in their 30s, you know, their 20s, 30s, 40s, and they're complete dumbasses. And they believe everything they see on social media and on the news and everything else. They don't understand that this is all constructed. This is something that's been put together it's a script. to force you to, to think a certain way. And they're eating yeah. it up and they're telling me that I'm a dumbass. Yeah. Because I love the Constitution and I love freedom and I want to be yeah. left alone. I'm a dumbass. And I'm not a, just a dumbass. I'm a racist dumbass, apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A, a racist. And I'm, just, I'm tired. Of, I'm just bigot. tired of it. You know, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over the stupidity. Well, it's not going to go away and we can't just quit. Um, so we, we've got a big, I mean, big hill to climb this next four patriotic years. Patriotic Americans just want to be left alone. We want to be left alone by our government, and we especially want to be left alone by these morons that want to usher but in. But when you don't leave us alone, then you've, then you've awakened a sleeping giant, and I think that's what we were seeing a small hint of there at the Capitol. You know, they, barely. 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 I mean, that's just, that's just you know, that's one eye open of the yeah. sleeping giant right there. Don't get both eyes open. No. You don't want to see that. That wasn't even both eyes open. That was a brush off. That was like a mosquito on the ear. <laughs> back at play. <laughs> I like that. So uh, definitely everything we just talked about, that's that's all jack wagonery, jack wagonness. Um, let's talk about some <laughs> heroes now. We'll talk about some heroes. And we've got some leadhead submitted heroes. And I'm going to pull those up now as Chad takes another bite of his big old Sammy. <laughs> Here we go. So this is from leadhead Jason. And he says, hey, lefty, I want to nominate Congresswoman Lauren Boebert to lead Force One for her courage to take the position to publicly announce that she will continue to practice her 2A right. She refuses to back down and give up the right to protect herself. In her ad, she says, I will continue to carry my gun in Washington, D.C. and Congress. I'm five foot zero, 100 pounds, and now in one of the highest dangerous crime cities. I am my own security. She has more guts than most. She's hot, exclamation point. <laughs> Likes the two A and her Glock. <laughs> okay, he he just ruined it by saying that. But I was like, I don't know Lauren. Uh, she's not ringing a bell, so I'll have to look her up. I guess Lauren Bobert. Yeah. Are you familiar with her? I've I've uh, I've heard her speak, and I've I've seen her, and um, from you know from what I've seen and the initial reports i like her she's she's got her head on her shoulders uh she's smart lauren opal bobert is an american politician businesswoman and gun rights activist serving as the u.s representative for colorado's third congressional district she's the first woman to represent colorado's third congressional district in congress well there you go nice. and she yep. appears to be attractive <laughs> congratulations to uh to you opal you get a ride on lead force one <laughs> 
I called her Opal. That's her middle name. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Lauren. What about you? You got any heroes? Um, heroes. I'm sure I do, but I'm all fired up now because you got me all. So I missed I missed one a while back, and I want to go back and get him because there's no deadline on heroes or jack wagons. Uh, Chuck Yeager uh, deserves a ride on uh, Lead Force One. Uh, yeah, he's the pilot, Lead Force One. All right, he's he should have been yeah. the pilot. I think he was in the running to be the pilot, but he got beat out by the ghost of Charlton Heston. So, <laughs> oh right, so yeah, yeah. he gets to, well, he gets to, to Chuck yeah he gets to cha- take the stick from Lead Force One from uh, the ghost of Charlton Heston uh, for this ride. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. But yeah, everybody knows Chuck Yeager. Uh, the movie, The Right Stuff, uh, it's a great movie. Kind of depicted his life a little bit the um the tv series have you seen the tv series the right stuff yet i think it's a discovery or something like that discovery channel show i have it if it's not on netflix i haven't seen it it's really good but it doesn't have chuck yeager in it it should have but it's it more focused on the the astronaut <clears throat> which right. he which he should have been he got uh he got railroaded on that one just because he didn't have a college degree he should have been an astronaut I guess he was in his own right. I mean, he broke the atmosphere several times. So though, that's that's my hero. That's a good hero. I'm uh I'm gonna just same thing I always say. Um, the American warfighter um, and their allies overseas, just you know, keeping the peace here at home, keeping the fight away from our shores. Yeah, we got enough fight going on in in our borders, don't we? Yeah, those guys are always my heroes. Those men and women doing their thing. My uncle's over, still over in Afghanistan now, and he's working with them every day. And uh, he, he tells me some pretty amazing stories. And, and we tend to forget about that because of all the domestic issues we're having here. But they're right. still over there, these war fighters. And, they're- and that kind of makes me speculate. You know, I've thought about this, too, with all the, the turmoil, especially, you know, it, it's amped up, you know, to volume 10 right now here in our country. You know, um, an opposing country. I mean, would this be a prime time for them to strike? Uh, it's never going to be a prime time for them to strike because behind every blade of grass is a rifle right. so far. Don't, don't <laughs> underma- underestimate us. And according to stats, 25 more million, 25 million more Americans have firearms. It's up in the thirties. I think. Do you believe that stat that there are 30 million new, these, these are new, new gun owners. Yeah. People that have I never owned a firearm before. Well, see the, uh, I've been following, um, uh, uh, John Patton over at TVC uh, because every month he does a he does a recap on the gun sales and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that uh, this was last month. Um, the forty four seventy threes that were submitted. And this is according to the FBI data. Um, it was like thirty two point four million, something along those lines. So that doesn't mean every one of those translates into a single gun sale or a gun sale at all. Mm-hmm. But it can mean that that translates to five gun sales on one form. So who's right. to say how many, how many tens of millions of guns were sold this, this past year. Right. And, and gun sales, I get that. You know, I, I don't have a problem with that stat as far as just gun sales oh, go. The, the new gun owner, new thing, gun yeah. owners. I don't buy that. There's that many <clears throat> new gun owners. So. Hard to say, man. I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of people that were being interviewed, even out in California, that they went on camera and they said, you know what? We were, my wife and I, we were anti-gun. We were very staunchly anti-gun. And then we saw what was going on around the country and with coronavirus and all this. People people get scared. I'll, t- I'll put it to you this way. There's another kind of cool statistic. Um, 
at my church uh, that I had that I used to go to in California, the pastor just recently said this was last uh, Sunday that they've had nine thousand people showing up on Sundays for worship. The church, their their auditorium only holds like three thousand people, and so they've had to create tents and all kinds of stuff outside. So. If that tells you the level of fear in Americans' hearts, like they want answers, they want to go somewhere that's safe, et cetera, et cetera. Safety is a big thing on people's minds. So I, I'm, it's not too hard for me to believe that there's 30 million new gun owners in America. So here's uh, here's what I'm reading here. The Federal Bureau of Investigation conduct, conducted a record three, 39.7 million background checks. So that's, not, that's just the background checks that they conducted. Uh, 40% surge over 2019. Now it goes on down here and it says, and I don't know the accuracy of these numbers. This is from Forbes. Um, it says there are, where'd it go? There's something about 8 million. Here it goes. The rise in gun sales is fueled by first time buyers, including women, black Americans, and senior citizens. 8 million Americans bought guns for the first time in 2020, according to an estimate from Mark Oliva, public affairs director for the National Shooting Sports Foundation. So, I mean, that's a pretty reputable, reputable uh, organization. So, I'll, I'll buy that number. So, $8 million, that sounds – I'll buy that. Yeah. But you're not, we're also not even considering how many millions of people – because I, I don't know about you, and I'm sure this is the same for you, and any gun owner that, that's listening to this podcast right now can probably attest to this. I've had family members ask me if they can borrow a shotgun, if they can borrow a handgun, like something for the house, you know, you know, back in March leading up to the summer and oh, everything yeah. was going crazy. So there's been transfers of firearms that aren't even necessarily recorded on 4473s, et cetera. So, and I agree with that too, because uh, yeah. I've had the same thing happen to me uh, and, and sold some too, you know? So, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So there's that to consider as well. So, uh, you know, it's none of it's really that accurately trackable, but sure. let's just, Let's just say it's a lot. But I'll buy, the, I'll buy the $8 million. I mean, I'll, I'll run with that number. I think yeah. that's, a, that's a good viable number right there. So, uh, yeah, what about, what about Matt? Is he still there? Has he got anybody? He's here. He, Matt, you got any heroes? He, he can't say his uh, wife George. for his amazing Christmas present he got either. <laughs> read my mind. He said you read his mind. <laughs> I'd like to say, you know, I always try to give George a, a shout-out for coming up with these cool, innovative – you know, firearms, he's kind of a hero in the, in the firearms industry as far as I'm concerned because obviously I work for him and he treats me real well. He treats all of us real well. So I, I like to throw George Kelgren in there. Okay. Coming out with some innovative stuff all the time. Well, I think that's very appropriate because Keltec is celebrating its 30-year anniversary this year. And, that's right. And you guys are doing it in, in George's style by releasing a uh, you know futuristic, innovative firearm. Uh, and that's what we're going yeah. to talk about. Um, Although I don't know how far away from that we could stray, even if it wasn't a thirty-year, <laughs> a thirty-year anniversary, because that's kind of just what he does all the time. But this one is definitely a particularly very Caltech, Caltech gun. If that makes any sense? Like, yeah, it's a it's a space gun. It looks like it looks like it almost looks like a stormtrooper's blaster from the yeah. movie Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, we've we've gotten that quite a bit in the comments and stuff on social media. So. I'm not the first to say that. Okay. No, <laughs> it is uh, it is very unique looking. Uh, it's got a, a a very cool design to it. It is a pistol, and we're talking about uh, Kiltec's new P50, their uh, five seven caliber uh, pistol that they're releasing. It uses 
the P90 magazines, same magazines as yep. the FNN's P90. That's correct. Yep. So let's let's talk about this. How did this how did this come about? What was the reasoning and thinking about coming out with a, you know, five seven's not a, a you know a hugely available. There's not a lot of guns available in that round. No. So um, for about ten years, I'd say, yeah, about ten years, um, everyone has asked us to do something in five seven, and uh, particularly the PMR thirty, CMR thirty. People wanted to see that done uh, five seven caliber and a couple of other different rimfire calib- uh, cartridges as well and uh that platform just not suitable for that but um george knew that there was some demand from you know from caltech customers for something in five seven and honestly i don't have any idea why he chose this really unique and bizarre platform <laughs> to do it but i think what he wanted to do was show that you can you can do a a 50 round pistol and the only way to do that obviously is to use these these mags yeah and um i'll have to get in with him and ask him a little bit more about this i haven't talked to him too much about the uh the p50 yet but and find out what the inspiration was um but i know that he uh he saw the fn magazine and uh it thought i wonder if i can build something that it accepts that magazine and so he uh, got to the drawing board and and he did it so so was that the the thought the whole time with the with the magazine is to build a gun around that magazine or was there any consideration of you know making your own magazines? Well, in order to stuff fifty rounds in a pistol, um, I, I don't know if the fifty rounds is what started it, but I know that the magazines was a, a huge part of why the gun uh, came is designed you know, came the way it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what he was trying to figure out is how to. Uh, insert the magazine like what how would you do it and this is obviously was thought of before the whole brace fiasco um that we're going through now Mm -hmm. uh, was an actual thing it had they'd gone back and forth on the brace thing um and it looked like you know there was no law against having a brace and there was no law against shouldering a brace and i know that was something that had gone back and forth due to letters from the atf etc etc right so we haven't heard the end of it yeah, but while and it kind of died off there for a little while, and then everybody was posting videos of them shouldering and shooting their their pistols with the brace on it. Not not a big deal. So it was during that time that the development development of the P50 was happening, and so I think that was another part of George's uh, thinking was we we constantly are asked if we can turn the CMR30 into a pistol so that people can brace the CMR30, and I think. This was sort of an answer to the demand of both 5.7 and also coming out with a pistol that you can put a brace on and shoot it like a carbine. So um, with that in mind, and you, look, you look at the gun, it, it makes a lot of sense. So, so now are you, are you saying that you can attach a brace to this? I'm saying that you can attach a brace to it. It is, it is doable. It, it, it can have – someone can <laughs> if they want to, right? So you're showing me – the back end, there is a an adapter portal. We'll call that's, it. <laughs> that's a that's a non it's a non swivel QD's cup. Okay. And uh, there yeah, are so many we, things you know, that can be attached to that. We're leaving. Yes, we're leaving that. That's an accessory. We'll call it an accessory hole. <laughs> because because that's that's the biggest question that that 
our listeners are asking. I know on your website when you guys posted it, that's all. Is bra- brace, brace. Where's the brace? Can it have a brace? Of course. Brace, brace, brace. So here's the thing. In order for us to – what a lot of people don't understand is that when there's uh, – the political winds are fighting against us, we have to do – as a manufacturer, we have to do everything we can to keep these things – to get them going out the door. And so if we had developed this gun with a brace, which was the initial the initial plan. You'd have to submit um, it to the ATF. We'd have to submit If it got rejected, then the whole gun gets rejected, or we're going to have to modify it a certain way, et cetera, et cetera, and that's going to slow down production and all those sorts of things. So when you leave it to the aftermarket and you leave it to the customer, especially when you go from state to state because laws change, all that kind of crazy stuff, it's better for us, a manufacturer, to send it out there with the ability to do those sorts of things. If it's legal in your state, your county, sometimes it depends on your county. Um, but what it does is it gets past um, it gets past that ATF, you know, these, these nonsensical laws that, that we have to All deal right. with. Um, as a manufacturer, so we can build these things and build them in volume and get them out. You increase your so chances of quicker delivery of the product. It, Exactly, exactly. So we just want people to understand that, like, yes, we understand putting a brace on this thing would be awesome. And then, of course, you know, if we were to sell it with the brace, you're talking about a much higher MSRP as well. So um, we would rather leave that up to the customer and the aftermarket to take care of the accessories, those type of accessories for this thing. Very cool. So um, the the design, so let's talk about it. We're going to kind of talk about the design verbally here. So sure. um, the length of this, um, what's the total length that we're talking about on it? The total length of the gun or the total length of the barrel? The gun, and then we'll talk about the barrel. Okay, so the overall length is 15 inches okay. from the charging handle to the muzzle. Um, the barrel length is uh, nine, just over 9.5, 9.6 uh, inches. Okay. It's uh, 6.7 inches tall, and it's 2 inches wide. Let's, let's start at the muzzle. And then let's work our way back as far as the the features and uh, function of uh, the P50. So okay. let's let's look at the muzzle and what yeah, so I assume that you'll be able to have interchangeable muzzle brakes on this. The suppressors. Of course, it's a it's it's threaded half by twenty eight. So yeah, you can put adapters and suppressors on there. Okay, very cool. Uh, we've um, got a Picatinny rail on the top that runs across the top all the way there from is, the. And I just, Front to the back. Yeah, funny thing I wanted to notice, like going up from the muzzle before we start talking about the rail. Yeah, um, I'll let you do that. <laughs> you start doing all the because you know what to not that I might skip something. So yeah, I actually skipped this yesterday because I didn't even realize there was a there's sights on this thing. <laughs> yeah, I was just seeing that. Yeah, I was like, there's a... yeah. So it's it's got like kind of an A2 style post there, and in the back, um, it's got a U notch black dot U notch sight just above the uh, right. charging handle. So. I did. I wanted to get that out of the way before I forget it. And that's an adjustable um, front sight, up and down. And that sight radius is probably fourteen inch sight radius. It's pretty pretty long sight radius. Yeah. So the front's adjustable um, for your uh, elevation, and then the rear is adjustable for your windage. Okay. Very nice. So yeah. Comes... So anyway, yeah. And on on top the uh, top part, this this is actually the receiver. Um, is all aluminum and steel. It's where your bolt carrier group is. Bolts. Um, you know, all the important stuff is aluminum and steel. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom half of the gun um, is mostly polymer with uh, all the important stuff being your hammer, um, 
uh, hammer stakes here. Yeah, trigger group and all this stuff uh, being steel. Anything um, different in this trigger than um, than any of your other guns? You done anything different yeah, with the trigger? This gun is an absolute departure from anything we've ever done, which every gun is an absolute departure <laughs> from every gun we've done. But it's actually very simple design, um, simple safety, simple, you know, same same mechanisms you would find in just about any other firearm uh, with a rotating uh, safety. Um, this one flips, it's about 45 degrees. Got an ambi, an ambi safety. Yeah. And it's ambi in typical Caltech fashion. Yeah. Um, you've got... Uh, Two on the carrier, you've got two recoil rods and springs. Okay. And then you've got these, uh, they're like counterweight buffers. Um, what do those help with? Uh, they're just buffers for the, the, um, the carrier. Okay. Um, for the, yeah, the, you know, the recoil to stop the carrier when it's supposed to stop and gotcha. bring it back when it's supposed to bring it back. So. so you've got two recoil springs in this. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's different than most guns. Yeah. Definitely. Well, it's, it's it's different in that they're side by side. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, in a pistol, you've got you might have two or even three recoil springs on a single recoil guide. On a rod. single, yeah, guide rod. You got two yeah. side by side, yeah. Yeah, these, yeah, two side by side here. Good, um, good clarity there. Yeah, it's an interesting. It's very look at the bolt. It's 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 very wide and flat. Wow. Yeah. So it's. I so mean, the best. This has reminded me a lot of the uh, PP forty three that i've got over there uh, the old world war ii gun oh very cool well yeah and uh, you know any of you Keltec fans are going to know that george is uh he, he tries to bring some kind of old school look and feel to a lot of these modern guns you know so he, he george is 72 or 73 years old mm-hmm. um so that's yeah that's uh he grew up with that you know those guns in that era so now the um the holes that you have on the side, they're round. Yeah. Are you able to attach anything to those, or is that going to hinder the um, the, yeah, that, the spring and bolt yeah, movement? You can see in there, um, there's not a ton of clearance, and those holes are, are there for, for ventilation. Um, ventilation, yeah. Yeah. I like them. They uh, look cool. Yeah. we I, Initially, when they when I saw the the upper, I thought, man, that would have been cool to do M-lock slots or whatever. And then as I, you know, I took two seconds to look at it and realize you can't really attach anything there because this is where the, the entire action stuff is and yeah. you'd be impeding on the, on the carrier did something like that. So, so there's but no, have, no ability for side attachments. No. Well, I mean, there's always 45 degree. Well, so what we do off the top we put rail. A 40, yeah. yeah. On the top rail. And then of course you've got a small, uh, about seven slot pick a light on the bottom as well. Put a yeah. light. Yeah. Yeah. Or, a um, an angled foregrip. Um, I'm going to do a video on Tuesday to demonstrate the, not the best ways, but, um, some of the practical ways to set one of these things up. And, um, and I'll get that posted on our social media. So anybody following along, uh, next week, I'll have a video of me actually at the range actually shooting this thing. So cool. And, uh, we'll talk about the differences between a brace and, uh, using a sling to accomplish the same goal. Sure. It'll be very similar um, to your, um, PLR 16. Correct. Yeah. As far correct. as the, the sling or, you know, putting a brace on it. Now I've, I've braced mine, my PLR 16. You've seen it. Nice. Yeah. It's very cool. I love that. That's what I was going to show this you is, right there. Oh, uh, nice. You're uh, talking lead mags. Yeah. Mission first tactical. I need that. Lead head brigade. You need some of that? I'll send them to you. I need that. Yeah. That's cool. 
I'll send those. I need those for my RDBs. Yeah, baby. But uh, yeah, so we've this is we've had some uh, people compare the SU or PLR um, to this gun. They're completely different, obviously calibers and platforms. Yeah. Um, this is quite a bit smaller than the PLR um, as far as the height of the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really kind of a. It's a lighter too. It looks like a lot lighter without the it, magazine. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> This mag weighs a pound <laughs> when it's loaded. <laughs> We're going to get so, to that mag. Yeah, we get to that mag. Yeah. But what all of that, um, and this actually feels, I don't know what the weight is on the PLR. I, I can look that up, but mm-hmm. I feel like this is probably he- slightly heavier than the PLR. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, but it looks the cool a lot thing lighter. about that is, yeah, when you're, when you're shouldered it with the sling on it, you know, and you're holding it with two hands, it's super balanced. It's very minimal recoil. Um, because it's got that nice heft to the top of it. Uh huh. So it, it, it shoots real smooth. So I'm and seeing, I'm seeing, hold that back up again on the front. Um, pop the top for me because this is a, the pop tops and this is how you put, you load the, uh, the magazine. So that yeah. piece in the front there that's kind of U shaped around the front. Yep. Um, that's a, it's a guide. Okay. But yeah. so I'll, I'll close it for me i'm seeing i see i see real estate here i see potential for adding accessories on this putting you know something sure modding that that out i don't know yeah this this whole thing here um i guarantee you i'm glad you brought that up because an aftermarket company is going to come up with a three bolt pattern thing to yep. replace this that that will you'll be uh it'll allow you to add uh something whatever accessories <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i'm I'm seeing that as real estate that could be used for whatever. Somebody, somebody innovative is going to come up with something cool that you can uh, yep. attach to the front of that. But yeah, absolutely. And just, just I want to point that out real quick too that we love the aftermarket um, when it comes to our stuff. Uh, and the last few designs that we've put out, we've we've had that in mind. We knew that there's going to be places where people are going to want to change things up and create parts for it to replace the parts to, to make the gun better. And the cool thing, and people ask us all the time, well, why don't you guys just do that or whatever? Well, two things, we're busy trying to get these out the door. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you noticed, but our guns are really hard to find. So Most guns are these can. days. <laughs> yeah, we want to try to minimize our, our production, co- or not costs, our production uh, time um, to try to get these things gone, you know, get them out the door. And it does have to do with cost. So if you don't, if you're the person that doesn't want that accessory on there, why would you pay for something that allows you to put that accessory on there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And if you are the person that does want it, then you buy the gun at a good price. And then later down the road, if you want to add that, then you can spend that money later and add that accessory on there. So absolutely. We love the aftermarket and the aftermarket also creates jobs. Yeah. Um, and uh, it actually upstarts. It's upstarted quite a few businesses. M Carbo um, and Red Lion Precision are two great examples of companies that took our products and re-engineered some of the parts in it, and then you know sold them at, at, at the aftermarket. And so, like I've, I said, some people, some I'm people a customer. Love having those, yeah, <laughs> some people them. love having those goodies and can afford those goodies, and some people just like the gun stock and they want to afford the right. gun. But like you, know, you said, typically, and especially if you get it aftermarket, you know. Um, it's going to be cheaper too. If you guys were manufacturing, it'd probably be a little bit more expensive. And that's true. Yeah, because it's cutting into our manufacturing time and the actual guns themselves. Yeah, so, so. That's, that's smart. 
So let me see. And, and the thing about the thing about that this the accessories market is that it's it's very it's it's very adaptable and it rolls and it and Gen two versions and Gen three and Gen five versions of aftermarket parts can come out and be available a lot faster when it's a company that only makes those things. If we were to offer accessories, our priorities guns, so the accessories are going to take a back seat when things get heavy and hot. And so like a second gen or a third gen of the accessories are going to take a lot longer if we were to produce them as opposed to third party. Let me see the, um, let me see you charge it. Let me see how that works. I got a, a live mag here. Let me take it out. Okay. Uh, it's, it's almost uh, almost AR. like an AR. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's got a, a locking latch. What's the link of Just pull like on AR. that? How far do you have to pull it back? Uh, not far at all. Um, I mean, if, if you touch this thing, it opens it up. Yeah. So, and pull it. Um, pull it for me. Oh, yeah. So, good point. it's okay. Yeah. So, very similar to an AR then. It's got a about the same length yeah. of pull to, to charge it. And then you yeah, got that slit your, in the top. Uh, Is that where the bullet comes out? That's your ejection port? That's Yeah, that's your ejection port. Yep. Okay. So, that's unique. That's different. Um, yeah. So, it's, so when... When you say top, you you're right. It is on the the top mm-hmm. of the um, the chassis. The yeah. However, the rounds don't go straight up. They're not in your line of sight. I just want to point that out that they actually come out at a ninety degree. Okay. Uh, just like a normal handgun would. Mm-hmm. So and they eject out pretty far. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would bet. So yeah, it's, um, it's when fun. you're doing the the testing, what kind of velocity velocities were you getting from the? Do you have tests on that? Do you have numbers on that? No, we. I haven't had a chance to do that yet. Um, I would think that you're getting higher velocities out of this than you would, you know, say like Ruger's. They've got a five seven. Uh, maybe even is this longer than the P ninety barrel? This barrel? No, P ninety is a sixteen inch barrel. Oh, it is a sixteen inch. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. a carbine. So um, they're so small and compact, though. You wouldn't think that. It I know that long. Know, right? Yeah, it's a really that's a really neat design. I mean. I like them. I think they're cool. Um, but th- yes, you're going to get some really good uh, ballistics, you know, for it being a handgun um, with a nine and a half inch barrel. It's, that's pretty significant. Um, well, it's good that it comes with two mags. Uh, it's everybody- definitely a great little varmint hunter. I mean, 100% oh, yeah. great varmint hunter. Yeah. No doubt about it. That round is, uh, it, it's very versatile in what you can, can uh, use that round for. It it's, is. It's good to see that you've got a new a new design in which to use that round now. Cause there's so, there's so few, you know, it's limited on the, uh, the delivery methods for that round. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess exactly. is the best way to say it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's cool that you guys have come out with this and the, you know, the design is just, like I said, everybody's just like, wow, it's futuristic. Let's go to some of our listeners questions that they have. And we'll go to That's Instagram cool. first. Instagrams, the grams. Uh-huh. My phone will connect. Here we go. So let's get to some of these more uh, aggressive, violent ones that they're wanting to. <laughs> <laughs> they're wanting me to hold you to the floor. So Giddy Up says, hold Chad to the floor and ask him about all the concept Caltech space guns they are working on. We'll save that one for last. Okay. Um, again, here's a brace. Can a brace be attached? Y- yes. There's a port in the rear that will allow you to attach different things it's a non-swivel qd cup a non-swivel qd cup yeah uh is it already threaded we answered that it is Uh, half 28 
All right, here's another one. Lean on him about why no braces for obvious Caltech guns, including the P50 and other calibers for the RDB. Well, we just proved you wrong on the the P50, so um, that is well, going to be available. We, yeah, we covered that um, mostly for availability, yeah, uh, price, and to protect the firearm from being banned if what, that should happen. And what about other calibers for the RDB? That in the works? Other calibers for the RDB right now, um, if you're paying attention to the industry at all. Everyone is absolutely and utterly swamped. Like we just said, there's 8 million new gun owners and yeah. <laughs> 32 million sales, et cetera, et cetera, this year. So we are absolutely swamped and we have plans to and prototypes of, uh, of different calibers for the RDB. However, at the, at the moment, we're doing everything we can to try to keep up with orders from distributors. So we are just trying to pump as many of these guns out the door as we can, and we've only got so many sure. machines and so many employees. And but there's probably there's probably uh, thoughts of that. Yeah. No, that's we definitely. I mean, we've even announced uh, as much as different calibers. Um, yeah, but it's the, not going to uh, be anytime soon. So the RDB. Yeah, we we just need we need to get through this right. you know fire Armageddon we're going through right, right. now. That was from uh, Rob Hunter Art, longtime lead head there. Great artist, nice. too. Uh, go check out Rob Hunter Art on Instagram. Mustang Very Perry cool. says, Will there be different versions such as a rifle or integrally suppressed, i.e. the uh, sub-2000? It's not a no, but again, this this is the first, yeah. you know, the, the first version of this particular gun. I'm sure it's going to go through changes over the years for sure. Yeah, It's never a no for stuff like that. We love all that stuff, too, but we need to get the initial guns built so that, you know, everybody can have one and be familiar with them and have a good time. Rabid Porcupine asks, how long is that damn barrel? Thing looks real long. We answered 9. that. 9.6 inches. 9.6 inches. A lot longer than you, Rabid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, J. Edgar Paradox, uh, that's badass, has my name all over it. What accessories can be used? Is it brace ready? We've answered, uh, I think we've answered both of those. So you've got a top Picatinny rail that runs the the length of the, the chassis. Yeah. Um, and then you've got a front Picatinny rail where you could attach a light or like Chad said, a, a hand stop or something like that. Can't put a, uh, a forward grip on it because that would be illegal. You cannot put a vertical forward grip a on vertical it. vertical forward grip. You there. can put an angled forward grip on it thank you for the correction that's correct nothing nothing that comes 90 degree off off the picatinny rail uh and then reeves 89 is that a proprietary mag or will it use standard p90 mags we've answered that it's going to use the p90 mag so if you've got the p90 mags you're set Uh, if not it comes with two so that'll tide you over um until you go find some more and buy them let's see and one of our lead heads already answered that for him. So look at that. We've got lead heads answering lead head questions before Chad even gets a chance to do that. Nice. I love those people. Right. It's like we went to the website and it says it comes with two standard PMAX. <laughs> Can it be shipped to California asking for a friend? Wink. <laughs> Don't know. Not, I'm not sure what California's laws are on handguns. XJ2013 asked that. Uh, switch throttle do they have a 10 round version for communist states again going back to california we do not not as of i don't even know if there's such thing as a 10 round p90 magazine i haven't heard of one i mean i guess it could be rigged be that way i don't know but then it could be unrigged and that would still be illegal don't know adam wears black 
What in the name of space balls is this? <laughs> That's Hope my, you like it, Adam. That's my favorite one right there. Welcome if you got them. Mark Tezza, uh, again, shoulder stock. Question, can I have it? Question. We've answered that. See this one yet? Yeah, and this is the guy sharing it with one of his friends. I think I got most of the ones on Instagram there. Let's go to Facebook, see if we got any unique ones there. I just really want to stop Facebook, too. Just quit using Facebook altogether. And really, Instagram, I'd like to quit using it, too. I've started yeah. Parler. Uh, I just need to concentrate on Parler more, I think. I, I started a Parler account and haven't been back since. Yeah, I've only made a few posts on there. I need to be more conscious with it because I think it would be a good switch over to get off these. Let's see. How many more space guns? Okay, well, that's one we're going to ask in a minute. What is the purpose of the groove in the front of the trigger guard? I haven't seen anything about that yet. Can't wait to get the chance to purchase one. That was initially for Kyle the Osterholt. It was that was initially for a side folding stock. Okay. Yeah. Which that's why that's why that was molded molded that way. And then of course Stockmageddon happened and so we're just not <laughs> we're not gonna touch that. And uh, hopefully that I mean doubtfully, but hopefully that clears up. Yeah. And uh, we can get back to normal operations. And, yeah. and maybe a side folder in the future? It's possible. Depends on the legalities. But we'll probably, again, leave that up to the aftermarket. Now, that was from Kyle Osterholt. Uh, Kenneth H. McGee, a la Star Wars, does it come in white? <laughs> I bet you uh, Mike over there at Blown Deadline will make anything white. <laughs> I guarantee Whatever it. you want. Yep. A little Cerakote, fix anything. A little Hydra Dip. You can probably Hydra Dip this one pretty easy. Will this be submitted to the official ar- uh, to be the official arm of the United States Space Force? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Funny story. Matt just told me that our local Air Force base has officially changed their sign. It's now Patrick Space Force Base. Oh, you got to take a picture of that. Send that. I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. Um, we wanted to go there and take... He said it'd be a great... Wondered if we could do it, go with a couple of P-50s and take pictures in front of that sign with it. But I the thing is, it's, it's, yeah, you can't go on an Air Force or, sorry, well, Space Force property with a firearm. Well, if you call them, I guarantee you for publicity, they would they would love that. Maybe. I bet we they could would love probably that. work that out. But they would love that. Uh, let's see. Uh, are there any 22 long versions planned? Not that I know of. Yeah. You'd have to make your own mag, wouldn't you, at that point? Yeah, the, well, no, I think, doesn't the P90, don't they do a, isn't there a 22 version of that gun? Ooh, I don't know. Let's Google I it. I could be wrong. I feel like I've seen that before, though. Oh, yeah. You know what? Matt's right. What? Um, Ruger uh, makes a conversion for it, a 22 conversion for the P90. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, no plans for that. I mean, everybody has been yelling at us to do something in in 5.7, so we did. <laughs> yeah, now they're you to do this. 22, which you guys <laughs> yeah. are, you do well, you do 22s well, but um, everybody wants a 22. Yeah, I don't blame them. That's a good question. Uh, we answered the question about this. Is there a rifle version of the P50 planned? How does the mag release? I have trouble picturing how this works, Pierce Taylor. So just if, if you go to our, you go to our Instagram page, he, he can see uh, we did a boomerang the other day. He's probably already seen it by now, but. You can see how you open the top and uh, put the mag in. Pop tops, it, it uh, slides there in between the, the lower and the upper, and there's a little uh, that yeah. front part that we were talking about earlier uh, secures it. Uh, yeah, so the front hinges, and then in the back you've got a, a, 
I guess you'd call it a, the mag release, is just a lever that you pull down on. And then, um, so that little beaver tail looking thing you guys look in the pictures on the very rear that's the mag release, okay? Yeah, you pull down on that with your thumb, and the whole top of the gun comes up, and you put your fresh mag in and slam it back closed. Uh, and then Jacob Rosecki, uh, he was asking about the charging handle, and we had, we talked about that. So it's a uh, it's an AR finger quote style uh, charging handle for that. Yeah, very nice. I don't uh, I don't see any other questions there, so I think we answered all of our listener questions. Uh, was there anything else that we needed to to point out? Maybe we forgot. I mean, the sights or something. Uh, it does come with sights, so we want to point that out again. Um, yep. But then you can easily put a a red dot on this there's there's no question that a red dot or some sort of a reflex sight is going to be exactly what everyone does with this thing the sights are definitely usable um but you'd be uh it'd be a shame to not use this platform with some sort of red dot or even if you're a varmint hunter uh like a long relief scope yeah um would be great on this thing too you've got plenty of real estate for it yeah definitely i would say you said it overall length is how long Oh, uh, what did I say? You said it's nine point six on the barrel, so I'd say you got it's at fi- least ten inches of uh, Picatinny rail there, right? Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fifteen inches long overall, and uh, almost three quarters of it on the top is um, it's the pick rail. Yeah, it's the pick rail. Yeah. Nice, very cool. I'm trying to think of any other questions I have. I mean, I'm just in awe of it, looking at it. I mean, there's all kinds of things that come to mind, but um, so it. Uh, I've had questions about recoil impulse, you know, how does it recoil, whatever. And mm-hmm. um, I touched on it earlier, but it's it's a very smooth shooting gun. And anybody that's shot a, a quality 1911, you know, as opposed to like a Glock or something like that, understands what I mean by smooth. It's It doesn't re, it doesn't feel like it recoils a whole lot. Yeah. It's a, it's a smoother it, shooter than a 9, than a 9mm. It's a lighter yeah, bullet. There's nothing violent about the action whatsoever. It's it's real smooth shooting and uh, very very accurate. Um, this round and I'm gonna do I'm gonna shoot some paper to to give everybody an idea of the uh, accuracy um, on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, I, I've only shot on steel so far, but I've taken that single shot on the fresh paint and then aimed at that spot and gotten groups on there. And it's just you know it's just like a little one inch group at like you know, 35 yards or wherever we're at, 40 yards we were at. So nice. I know that's very accurate. If you're doing your part, you can, can so really, just, and that was with me using a sling. I wasn't even on the bench. So, so just for some comparison, uh, the nine millimeter versus the five, seven by two, eight millimeter, uh, a nine millimeter is 0.355 inches. A five, seven is 0.224 inches. The rim diameter 0.392 on a nine Point three oh seven on the five seven. The case length is 0.754 inches. Where on the five seven, it's going to be one point one three eight inches. So it's a little longer. Um, total length one point one six eight inches on the nine. One point five nine four inches on the five seven. Uh, and then you got bullet weights um, on nine millimeter. You get one hundred fifteen up to one hundred forty seven grain standards. Uh, and then 5.7, 25 to 50 grain uh, yeah. on that. And the 5.7 was developed to actually replace the 9mm um, way back in the day when uh, when this round was developed. So yeah. it's got great ballistics, definitely. Yeah, so it's it's going to be a little lighter, a little smoother, uh, and you're going to get 
probably a little better accuracy with it. In, well, in yeah, theory, I mean, you'll get you'll definitely get better distance than you would out of a and, nine yeah, millimeter distance. pistol. Yeah, and especially with the longer um, barrel there that you're shooting with that too. Yeah, nine and a half inch barrel, uh, very good ballistics, you know, for the cartridge, and uh, yeah, so that's you know all what I want to see. I want to see head to head the sub two thousand versus the P fifty. Oh, I get to shoot I'm the sub. Go, you shoot the P fifty. Yeah, with power to weight ratio, I'm going to go with sub two thousand on that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be interesting to see though. Yeah. That'd now be- sub CQB. Yeah. Is that's got a four and a half inches of rifling as opposed to nine and a half with this, but you got bigger bullet. That'd be pretty neat. Um, within like, a, we'll just call it like a combat range. Yeah. You know, like maybe uh, 50 to 75 yards or something like that. Oh, yeah. Stretch it out. That'd be kind of a neat comparison. I think we'd do it at 100. Sure. Do it at 100 just to stretch the legs, definitely. I like yeah. that. <laughs> so. <laughs> So we kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, was there anything else we need to talk about? Price point. We didn't talk price point. So let's talk price point on this before we wrap this up. Sure. MSRP is nine ninety five. That puts the street price at well, when we're not having this insane, you know, gun buying spree that we're having right now, the panic buying. Uh, that'll probably put this thing at uh, six fifty at your local gun shop. It's somewhere from the six fifty to seven. And again, that's when things calm down and hopefully. Mm-hmm they calm down enough to bring these ammo prices down because this, this five, seven ammo is not cheap right now. Yeah. Just, um, just for instance, I'm going to pull up and see what it's going for. About a buck 30 to a buck 50 around. It's what I've find. Dang. <clears throat> I'm sure, I'm sure there's people that can find it cheaper, but I just did a quick search and that's what I came up with. Here is a sportsman's outdoor superstore and they're not showing any ammo. That's the other thing. If you, that's this is if you can find it. <laughs> if you can find, it's like if you can find any ammo. Uh, and speaking yeah. of ammo, we've got a thousand rounds that we're going to be giving away here in just a second. Ammo Seek. You ever go to Ammo Seek? I have. Yeah, I love Ammo Seek. Yeah. So buck sixty, buck eighty four, buck eighty five, wow. all the way up to two ninety. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, not a cheap round. It's not. Yeah. At this point. When this. When this gun was being developed, that was not the case. Sure. Uh, just so everyone knows. <laughs> um, but yeah, so going back to the MSRP, uh, yeah, so 995 is the MSRP. Um, hopefully, you know, everything will start to calm down since the election's over. And hopefully, you know, there's not a bunch more violence and stuff scaring people and scaring prices up. Yeah. Um, and if that's the case, then, um, you know, n- then after that, all we really need to be dealing with is the uh, legislation fortunately the supreme court looks to be okay it's not great but it's okay so hopefully our rights are mostly protected and if all that's the case then you should be able to pick this gun up between six and seven hundred bucks at your local gun shop and we are going to be shipping these things starting march so we're going to be we're making them now we're going to be we're going to start shipping them in march to distributors so very good so yeah this is in time for valentine's day (laughs) yeah yeah, and I tell you what, Matt and I, have, um, we were a little frustrated with um, the leaking of the photos. Uh-oh. Uh, you had a little yeah. little subterfuge? Somebody... Well, um, was it Guns and Ammo, Matt, that made the magazine? Yeah. So they, they made this amazing magazine for us, and it's just an all, like a Caltech brochure type thing, and it's beautiful. Uh-huh. And the P50 was on the cover. Well, one of our superiors, 
Uh oh. Uh, was over in the shipping department when they came in. He opened up a box and looked at it and thought, "Oh, that's awesome!" and started handing them out to employees. <laughs> so the guy, this is his project, by the way. You got to keep in mind. So he knows the gun's not released. He just got so excited. He handed the magazines out. So of course, the employees just thought it was okay to talk about it. Then. Yeah, we thought we. I initially thought it was a guns and ammo leak, and I'm like, "Oh man, somebody's in big trouble over there because this isn't supposed to be out yet." You know? Yeah. As it turns out, it was it was an internal thing, and and um and and our supervisor, right. our higher up, still um, there, <laughs> still hired. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he fired himself immediately after that, and then rehired himself, came back to work the next day. So it's all good. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's it's Derek's brother. It's George's son. So okay. He, yeah, he got excited. It's, it's, it turned out to be really funny. But what happened was it created this like firestorm on social media, which was kind of cool. But at the same time, Matt and I wanted to have control over the release. We didn't want to release any, anything about the gun until we were about to send it out the door. So yeah. this isn't your typical like Caltex shows something at SHOT Show and then four years later it comes out. That's not the case here at all. So just want to let everybody know that. Yeah. Well, you guys learned your lesson on that a while back and you've done real good about not releasing stuff until it's ready to be. Yeah. Shipped. We were finally able to convince George to hold on to his excitement because that's what happens. Like you come up with something cool like this, you get excited and you want to show everybody. Well, tell everybody. everybody. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you're not even ready to go into production on it. And so we used to do that, but like you said, we, we backed off on that. So, we are producing them as we speak right now, and uh, they will be shipping to distributors at the beginning of March. Very cool. So something to look forward to uh, next February, March, two months, two months away. Yeah. You, know, you know, my birthday's February, so an early birthday present wouldn't, you know, wouldn't. Yeah, our birthday's I wouldn't be like mad. Apart. We talk about this every time we're on the show. I know. it. <laughs> <laughs> All you leadheads out there, our birthday's in February, so. So there you up? go. You know, this would make a great. I went. I present. wear a size 26.1, so, yeah. <laughs> 26.1. Size of 5.7 by 2.8. I wear a size, uh, you know, 5.6. Five, <laughs> you know, five, I wear a 5.56 five, suppressor size. There you go. What's, what can yeah. did you have there? Was that a dead air? No, this is a, um, a Griffin Armament. Griffin, uh, okay. M4 SDK. Interesting. Great, great, great suppressor. I love it. and that, It would look great on this thing, too. Oh, that would be perfect on there, yeah. Yeah. So, have you shot it suppressed yet? I've not. They have over uh, engineers did next door. Um, I've not been able to shoot it suppressed. I'll probably do that on Tuesday. On your video? Yep. That'll be cool. Yeah. Be cool. Well, we were going to do a fact to fight to myth, but I think we already kind of talked about it as far as the production and and things that you guys have been doing. Uh, you actually have produced more firearms in 2020 than you have any other year. Is that right? We have. We actually put out 190,000 guns in 2020 and the best and the absolute best year we've ever had was about 170,000 guns. Wow. So, yeah, and we had some uh, almost 20% pickups. more. That's wow. That's great. Yeah. And it would have been about 2 um Adrian estimated about 210, but we had uh we had some uh, production hiccups in one of our departments um that slowed a lot of stuff down. Um so yeah, next year Without any hiccup, or this year, sorry, 20, 2021, this year, uh, hopefully we'll get closer to that 200,000, maybe even more, um, which I'd like to remind everybody, we have 317 employees. That includes all admin, marketing, and then uh, obviously machine shop and assembly. So we're a very small crew, 
<laughs> putting out a lot of guns. That is. I mean, if you do the numbers on that, that's uh, <laughs> how many? How many did you say you had? Three hundred and fourteen. Three hundred and seventeen employees. Three hundred seventeen. Yeah. Let's just say one hundred eighty thousand divided by three hundred and what eighteen. Yeah, we did one hundred ninety thousand this year or last year. That's like fifty six guns per employee. Sweet. And of course, not all of them are making guns. <laughs> no, not at all. In yeah. fact, actually, yeah. physically making the guns, you've got you know, way less than that. Yeah, we have we have about sixty. It's around sixty, maybe a little more than sixty CNC machines. That's that's the size of our actual shop. And then we've got um, well, we uh, there's a little more than that because we have a, a whole lathe department now as well. Yeah, you guys um, just just kind of ramped up your production in the last couple of years too your your facilities not your production big your time, facilities yeah. big time yeah to a be lot. able to do and, more um, and there's still you know there's when you're when you put up a new building and put new machines and there's growing pains so those aren't even we're not even at full capacity on a lot of that stuff yet yeah. so um this year probably will hit our stride this summer and everything will be up and running 100 percent, and everybody will be trained and all that stuff so yeah well, yeah gotta... it'll be a really really good year for us if uh if we can keep these the political wins from got to keep our eyes on the politicians definitely and and the tricks and shenanigans that they're going to be up to i've already seen i was just scrolling through the headlines today and the headlines that i was seeing are already ramping up for um gun control more gun control there's something about gabby gifford in there i saw i mean you hadn't heard from her and i don't know how long her husband yeah. apparently is um he's he's in the senate or something now i don't know yeah but, well they've you know, the country's been dangling that carrot in front of these anti-gun politicians for a while. They've got a hold of the carrot now. Yeah. So we need to do everything we can. And guys, I know I know that the NRA has pissed you off in one way or another. Um, but please don't throw the NRA under the bus, the entire NRA under the bus. We still need the NRA. Um, I know there's a lot of people that have canceled their memberships and they've been, you know, uh, absolutely adamant about not ever supporting the NRA again, et cetera. We love all the other gun groups too. Absolutely support them, support them more, but don't completely, if you're going to donate 20 bucks, give three bucks to the NRA. Yeah. Give the, give and the just rest keep the an team. eye on them, you know, yeah. keep, keep watch on them. I know like Chad said, a lot of people are frustrated. They cancel their memberships and never going to go back, but it's going to change because they're seeing the dissatisfaction, uh, of their members and Absolutely. it's going to change, you know, so keep an eye on it. Uh, be willing to be open minded. Uh, but there are other great organizations out there. Uh, you know, uh, the NSSF is, you know, great organization to get involved with there. Yeah. Gun Owners of America. There's a whole Gun bunch of them. America. Yeah, there's tons, just, tons out there. Yeah. Do your research and support them as well. But uh, again, don't throw the NRA under the bus because they are still the most powerful lobby in the as we speak. So yeah. we need them right now. Very well put. Give me a rough two years. So, so Chad, let's uh, let's give away a thousand rounds of, of ammo from. Are you on my address or? <laughs> <laughs> you should have entered. You should have been listening to the show. You could have entered no, to win. No, this is for the leadhead, the listeners, man. I mean, I'm a listener too. But... You are. You're leadhead, and I encourage uh, everyone to to enter, even our our friends of the show, our sponsors, except for people who are associated with the actual giveaway. So. You know what, man? And of I course, wanna, me. I can't enter. Either. I'm in, I'm in the industry, and I, I there's nothing more than I love to see a, a guy that is an engineer somewhere, a hardworking guy. Maybe he's the, you know, works at the trash company or something. I, that's it. I want to see somebody like that win and stuff like this. So. Yeah. So we had, like I said, I had uh, just hundreds of you send in emails for this, 
you had to get the right answer. And this was back in episode 377 where we did our uh, a very Merry Richard Christmas um or I think it had two tiles. I can't remember what it was, but it was our Richard episode for Christmas. Oh, State of the Industry, and State of the Industry is what it was called. Um, but this was one of more of our productive Richard shows. If you've ever listened to our podcast and you had the Richards, it's usually chaos and uh, buffoonery and shenanigans that go on. And that did happen in the first part of the show, but we gained control and we actually talked about some, some important things that were happening in the industry, uh, especially on the manufacturing side. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Mike Sodini with Walk the Talk America uh, on what they're doing with mental health and bridging the gap between the mental health and the, the firearms industry. So it was a very good show. Uh, you definitely want to go back and still listen to it, even though the, the giveaway is getting ready to conclude right here. Uh, so per Adam's instruction, um, you had to pick five of you with the right answers. And it was the first five. And like I said earlier, if you submitted three or four different answers, then uh, I took your first one. And if it was wrong, it was wrong. Uh, but we've narrowed it down to the five, and here they are. We've got Neil Berkowitz, Berkowix. Right on. Uh, Steve D. I didn't get Steve's last name, but Steve D. Cause I think that's how you sent it to me. Uh, P Dog. What up, P Dog? We got Travis L. And we got Juan Restrepo. <laughs> so there, there's our five winners. And just so you know, what the oh, right congrats. answer? Huh? Congratulations, to those guys. Well, they're the five finalists. Only one of them's going to win. Oh, I see. Well, still, congratulations. You got in the final. That's awesome. Right? Yep. Uh, so the right answer, if you're, if you're wondering, and I know a lot of you probably got it, but again, it was who got it in sooner and quicker. Uh, so the show was me. I'm Little Richard. So Marty, Lefty, whatever you want to put. I'm Little Richard. L-I-L or Little, L-I-T-T-L-E. I'd have accepted any of those. Uh, and I'm with Talking Lead. We had um, Adam with Century Arms slash Canic, and he's tall Richard because mm. he's like six foot ten or something. I don't know. He's crazy, six nine, crazy tall. I like Century Arms. Good stuff. Canic, love Canic too. Uh, and yeah, of course, they're Red Army Standard and they're U.S. Palm, so they represent all those companies. Oh, A- nice. Andrew or Drew, also with Century Canic, Red Army yep. Standard. I know him. Yeah, he's, he's a solid guy. Good dude. Uh, he's Silent Richard, also known as <laughs> Silent Richard, because we typically do these at SHOT Show or NRA, and when we do them, he's hoarse. He's so hoarse he can't talk. So we call, <laughs> call him Silent Richard. Uh, and then I mentioned Mike Sodini with Walk to Talk America. He was formerly with Eagle Imports. Uh, he is Guido Richard. If you've ever seen uh, Sodini, he's a big Italian dude. <laughs> <laughs> and we had Raphael with Eagle Imports. Also known as Raph. He is Top Richard, because he's the oldest. That's Raphael. Uh, we had Corey. Corey Jones with Glock. And nice. Corey is OG Richard. He's one of the original Richards. <laughs> and how many was it? Is that everybody? I think that was everybody. I think that was all the Richards. Let me see if I make sure. I'm... Right. Mike, Adam, Drew, Raphael, Corey, and me. Yeah, so that's us. That's everybody. So those were the uh, correct answers. Some of you were getting the right Guido. You get the wrong company or you'd get the wrong guido you know you mix it up here and there but for the most part most of you got it right and i appreciate everybody that took part in this it's a good a good time again like i said it was unexpected so of these five do you have a random number generator there um chad matt you got a random number generator 
I could probably whip one up real here real quick. All right, so I read your names off the finalists. So Chad's going to get a random numberizer here, and it's Neil, you're number one, Steve, you're number two, P-Dog, you're number three, Travis, you're number four, and Juan, you're number five. So let's... Uh, Beep, boop, 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 Let boop, me hit that button. Hold on. Now, what's the winner? Number two. Congratulations. Steve D. Steve D. All right. Steve D. And let's go to Steve D's email because. Once he finds out, he's probably going to take number two. He's <laughs> taking number two, number one. <laughs> He'll do it all. Let's see. Where is Steve? Here's Steve. So, Steve. Uh, it says, I literally just found your podcast today because I listened to another show on the Firearms Radio Network, which you guys can also, I think a lot of you listeners listen to us uh, on the Firearms Radio Network. So kudos to the FRN. So I listened to episode 378 that mentioned a giveaway on episode 377. 378 was our wild game episode, Chad, by the way. So I listened to 377, but I'm not familiar with any of you guys yet. Exclamation point. I listened to 377 twice, but you didn't cover everyone's Richard's names. But I did. And I even gave hints in the show picture uh, that I, the, the picture that I put with the show post. Uh, there was a big clue there, too. But anyway, he goes on and says, I wasn't going to give up yet. So I went to the website, talkingled.com, which is where you can find all of our podcasts from. Uh, episode one all the way to now for nine years of content and listen to any episode with the Richards. And he puts the episodes 225, 201, 193, 174. And I came up with my guesses above. I might not be correct, but I put in some work to enter. A thousand rounds of nine millimeter would be amazing because I'm tired of seeing jerks jacking up rounds to 70 cents each to practice at the range. Thanks for the show and giveaway. I'll be a long-time <laughs> listener. Steve from PA. Right on. So definitely well-deserving there, Steve. Uh, you, you definitely put the work in, but I guarantee you, I assure you, the answer was in that episode. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you listened close enough and you uh, paid attention to the clues. But, yes, congratulations. Shoot me an email, uh, Steve. I'll forward your, uh, your contact information over to Adam. And it says here, I guess you want the nine millimeter. So um, just clarify if you want nine millimeter, you want two two three, and uh, we'll get those shipped out to you. So right very on. cool, very cool. Yeah, that is very cool. So Chad, yes, yeah, sir. What's your New Year's resolution? Uh, I didn't make one. Not made one. I'm not much on making New Year's resolutions either. Um, yeah. Mine I, is I to, uh, to 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 continue. Nothing. To bring the Leadheads, awesome guests, awesome content, awesome giveaways, which we are going to continue in our upcoming Talking Lead AK Corner Series, Season 3. We're going to be kicking off, dropping Episode 1, January the 15th. And we've got some amazing giveaways that we're going to have there for you Leadheads. I'm going to do a post uh, on, uh, on the upcoming episode. So you have an opportunity to get uh, involved in the giveaways that we're going to be doing. Uh, but we've got some great sponsors that have jumped on board, some new sponsors this year. And, and our first episode, our guest is going to be none other than Professor Paul Markle with Student of the Gun. Oh, nice. How's he doing? Is he okay? He's doing good. He's doing real good. good man. He, uh, I haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah. He's uh, hitting the weights, working out every day, beefing right up, beat the cancer. 
you know? Yeah, he that's wrote, awesome. He even wrote a book about it. So. You know, that's my New Year's resolution, to listen to more Talking Lead. There you go. Okay, there you go. And, <laughs> I mean, right. how many how many podcasts do that, you know? We don't, we don't just provide our listeners with awesome content, information, and education. We like to call it education. Uh, but we actually pay our listeners to listen. I mean, we, with these awesome giveaways, nobody's, nobody's giving away more than talking lead. I guarantee you. Does Joe Rogan give you anything for listening to his podcast? Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) No, he don't. I mean, he, he just, he just sells you (laughs) shit on his, his podcast. We actually give you stuff here. We even get discount codes. We have discount codes so you can get get discounts from these awesome companies. Um, Mission First Tactical, you can use Leadhead. Get 25% off at anything at Mission First Tactical. I was showing Chad one of our logo-engraved MFT 30-round AR magazines. I need to get one of those, man. I'm going to send you one. I'm going to send you and Matt some mags. Uh, All guys, right, cool. You guys are going to get those. They've got... AR, all kinds of AR accessories. They used to do AK accessories. I talked to Dave the other day, and again, like like Keltec and everybody else, they're just you know they're just trying to get caught up with everything that's been going on. Uh, it's something that's in the works though, and I can't wait to to see what they're going to bring uh, bring out for you leadheads. It's going to be awesome. Uh, our episode that we had a few episodes back with Dwight Settle with Seal One and Kirk Mickelson with Taz Fabrication. Uh, also Guardian Target System. They hooked you guys up with discount codes. If you go to the Guardian Target System website, use Go Gear 10, you get 10% off. If you go to Seal One's website, uh, you use the code NEW, N-E-W, and you're going to get 25% off any of their products there. And just a, a hint, those are going to be part of some of the giveaways that we're going to have on the AK Corner. Uh, they've got some things there. Taz Fabrication, um, they're going to do something really cool with the Talking Lead AK Corner logo, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But some lucky leadhead is going to win that. Right on. Yeah, man, yeah. So pay attention, listen to our episodes, every episode, because you never know what we're going to drop your way. Oh. Discount codes, giveaways, awesome guests, who knows. Chad, I appreciate you taking the time to be on, buddy. And I love being on. Love having you on. Thanks for asking me. And appreciate your, you know, no filtered um, opinions on, you know, when it comes to our, I guess we'll call it politics, you know, that we do on the, the jack wagon train. You don't, you just don't hold back, and I appreciate that. A lot of people are, you know, reserved and don't really speak their minds, but you can tell that you you say exactly how you feel. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know any other way. Well, there <laughs> shouldn't be any other way, right? Absolutely not. Matt, appreciate you uh, being a voyeur. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you would uh, get on and join us sometime. He's just chewing on something, shaking his head. (laughs) You got anything to say to the leadheads, Matt? He just shook his head and said, "Mm -mm." Mm mm-mm. Is he eating lunch over there? He's the the guy behind the camera, just so everybody knows. He doesn't say much. Go make sure you show all our sponsors the love and attention that they deserve. Buy their products. Uh, Hit them up on the social meds. Keltec Weapons, again, thank you guys so much for jumping in, sponsoring the show, making it happen, being uh, uh, you know, the consummate guests that we have on here, taking the time to share with the Leadheads. 
I guess if you wanted to, I mean, that was one of the questions. Uh, I'm, I'm supposed to hold you to the floor on this, I guess, before we <laughs> sign off. Is, is there any nuggets that you can drop? And we know the situation right now. You're concentrating on just you know the things you got, but you do have uh, you do have some you know things when everything settles down that that's in the works. What what can you tease us with? I can tell you for this year. I can tell you about one other gun that I can't tell you about. <laughs> okay, that's it. There you go. Okay, so some yeah. some but other nugget. I'll drop a hint. Here's a here's a nugget. We're going back to the basics. We're going back to like kind of where Caltech started. I'll just I'll give you that. That's it. The um, oh, what was that gun that George developed? The Tech Nine. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the Tech Nine. <laughs> that would kind of be the P50, sort of. Kind of, like, sort of, yeah. No, no, it's uh, it's uh, you'll 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 uh, you'll dig it and. Um, uh, it's it'll be something very very new for us though. Okay. In fact, it'll be a it'll be almost a, no yeah it'll be a first for us. Interesting. But uh, that's all I can drop. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you're. I don't think it'll be wait won't be waiting that long though. Not too long. Let's say maybe yeah. you're. Uh, is that Chuck Norris? Yeah. Hey buddy. Hey buddy. Let's say maybe your guy who leaked out the pictures will leak out something on the new release. <laughs> Uh, maybe. Maybe he'll do a twofer. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, Leadheads, if you have any questions, Hopefully any comments, uh, you want to submit some jack wagons, some, he- some heroes, uh, or there's a special guest maybe you'd like us to get on the show, talkinglead at gmail.com. Send hey, that to me. Yep. One of my heroes just came by for a visit. What's up, hero? How you doing? Sheriff Deputy from the Osceola County Sheriff's Department. Awesome guy. Right on. Is yeah, he is he going to acquire some five sevens from you guys? <laughs> no, nah, he's just uh, he's a he's a good guy. Uh, we have known each other since we were high school kids. Oh, okay, very cool. Yeah. Well, we got to get him on as a guest sometime. Absolutely, he'd be great at it. Hell yeah. Love to have he's not in his head. Yeah, I could do that. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll plan on having him on next time we have you on. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Very cool. Uh, but until then, Leadheads, as always, make sure you go support those that sponsor the uh, the show, make it possible, our sponsors and the friends of the show, uh, and keep your loved ones close. And your Caltex closer. And especially the new P50. Yeah. Baby. Outtakes, outtakes, outtakes. One of these days you're going to upgrade away from Skype. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Not unless they cancel it. Still driving the lead wagon, so it's a good point. I like classics. <laughs> yeah, these microphones are sensitive. You're sensitive. I am. I'm so sensitive. Got a, this. Oh my. You used to have a ponytail. You were super sensitive. What's that? <laughs> I was super sexy. <laughs> I was just looking at some old nut and fancy videos, <laughs> and um, I'm like, I can't believe that was nine years ago. Ten oh years God. ago. That's weird because I was thinking about that yesterday. I was thinking about the nut, you and the nut and fancy videos, and that's like yeah. the first exposure I had to Keltec Chad. It's been ten shot shows. Holy cow! Yeah, I've been here eleven years. Man, we're going into our ninth year here. Yeah, talking lead. So, man, it's wild, man. I can't believe we've known each other that long. Hey, Wait, um, that's cool. big twin frame. Where is that? Oh, oh. <laughs> he's just trying to. Rile people up. What's that? Uh, A buddy of mine, he put a big twin frame in a garbage can and took a picture of it.
It's trying to make everybody mad. <laughs> it's a big garbage can. Yeah, it's uh, a big twin frame is like a, an old shovel head or pan head frame. Mm-hmm. And they're crazy expensive right now. So it's like, you know, throwing some Ferrari parts in a garbage can and taking pictures of it. Yeah. It's clickbaiting people. Smart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you, when uh, when we get done with this, do you want to, uh, if you have time, do you want to jump on a uh, an Instagram live with me and we can uh, announce this show for people coming up? And I've, I've got a thousand rounds of ammo to give away. A thousand rounds? thousand rounds, baby. That's like gold. Dude, that is, where do I get a thousand rounds? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. A thousand rounds of two, two, three is a thousand dollars. At least. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a good good training case right there make the most of it. yeah you know i'm having a training course in nashville in february you are uh-huh at royal range what, usa what what's the what are the details it's uh it's an ak rifle course okay it's a two-day um basically fundamentals rifle course but just using an ak and uh, there'll be some transition drills and stuff like that in with pistols okay we're having some giveaways and there's gonna be some personalities there be a good time are you getting ready to show me something you're not supposed to? No. <laughs> As I'm standing up to take my pants off. <laughs> oh. uh, no, I was just looking for an optic. <laughs>